Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Well, that's a new voice doing an update for our show. I like it. Will Darkens in today. Thank you for coming in, Will. Hey, no problem. <laughs> As he looked exhausted on the other side of the glass. <laughs> I'm not exhausted. I'm no. usually up on Sunday, dude. Yeah? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm kind of shuffling about, making some food. Yeah. Kicking my cats, drinking coffee. So you're not doing a lot at this point on Sunday is what no, you're no. saying. Lazy no. Sunday is usually, you know, what it's called. I'm right around that. I don't drink coffee or have cats. But well, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm taking sorry. a look at you guys, and I'm <laughs> saying this in the most lovingly way possible. Look a tad rough. Well, Just a smidge rough. I'm, j- I'm sorry. I will you're, say, I will say this. You're talking about me? I- <laughs> look amazing right I- now. This is the first time. So uh, Will and I have taken to playing tennis on most Sundays. Um, although I'm going to be out the next two Sundays, so <laughs> apologies to my tennis partner. But uh, I have been showering before I come into the show every single show that I have done since it started years ago, right? And today I went, why am I showering before I go sweat for an hour and a half profusely you be to just shower again yeah. when I get back from playing tennis? So for the very first time, I'm doing this show Unshowered. You, you so be, that's why I look a little rough. You want to be clean, and you never know if there's shorties up there or something like that. Even just watching, that would be fun. Now, you know, so, Rashad's uh, making a good point. Good. <laughs> You're making a good point about this because there's dudes who either do shower before working out or don't. And I subscribe to the shower before you work out because you don't want to be extra stinky. Yeah. Mm. You just imagine if you wake before. up and you're already kind of musty. You know, yeah. the, the deodorant is kind of worn off or whatever the case is. And then you go and really, you know, work out a whole now. I now I really stink, as opposed to man, I smell, I smell okay. Yeah. Now and then <laughs> my musk. Now, I didn't yeah. think about it that way. That is true. I'm I'm gonna smell extra stinky today. About twelve thirty, it's gonna be like ooh. See, <laughs> what now that's good if you're playing like rugby and football and even hoop. Like yeah, it's okay to sting a little bit because I'm not trying to guard the dude that you know smells like ass. I don't want to. Oh, guard so that's that in that case, it's a positive. It can be, yeah. Okay. It can be. There's some guys I remember. You know, is that and, like and when you play you, shirts and you, skins? Well, you played football. There's some guys that are rank. You know dude. what I'm saying? Like, man, socks. The, the their their football pants, which are, are never washed, or sometimes they just want to. You know, they want to keep that stink from the last week's win. 
on there, man. Some guys are, and it's just enough to make you say, yeah, I'm going to, I don't want to block this guy anymore. Dude, there was a guy from California who, when he came up here, I mean, he lived in Southern California, so he didn't see rain. And so he came up here and like he, during rain games, would just piss his shorts. Like hmm. during the game, and well, he was like, "This is Sue, incredible." Sue said he did that. Incredibly yeah. common. He he was like, "Oh, this is incredible! Like it's raining. Like nobody even notices that I'm pissed." But like you could tell because if you were on the sidelines with him, like it started to like, stink uh, of urine. Yeah, yeah. you, you kind of move away and everything. Yeah. But so yeah, so it's a great thing that you showered prior to your workout. Now you won't smell as bad when you're done. You can go grab, grab a beer. You can go do something right after you're done because you know you don't smell like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> after this, no. My shirt is sweat through completely. My shorts are swept through halfway. Mike's I mean, an intense sweater. I am an intense I, sweater. I, I, but I to be fair, Will is also sweating intensely because yeah. tennis is an intense sport. I sweat a tennis. lot, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, for intense whatever, tennis. It never like, really yeah. soaks through to where you can see them. But like I, when I'm walking around and just doing stuff, even when I'm like moving like at work and I'm doing like too, too much of it, mm. like I'll really start sweating. Like, why the hell am I sweating so much? It's Where's crazy. your sweet spot? Where do you get most of the moisture? Oh, man. <laughs> Right on on my on my face and you know in my and mm. like in the top in your crotch. of my shirt. You know oh, your oh, no. shirt. Yeah, crotches are usually pretty dry. You know, thank the Lord. I for will that. say I've never met a dude who like it's a lot out of the crotch. Yeah, it's the mostly the region. pits and the back and the head. Yeah, I'll be good, but you can tell I'm hot right in this area, right, right in the, the upper chest. And it's like okay, yeah, Sternum, sweet little like, beads. Okay, yeah, there's a there's some sweat there. You yeah. need a towel. Pits is always number one, of course. Yes, you do the arm lift and you go, uh oh. When did that happen? Mm. Sometimes you don't need to do the arm lift. You ever realize you didn't you just have the odor on? <laughs> That's the worst feeling. It's like, you smell that? It's like, what is that? Is that, does that mean? You close your oh, arms no, real fast. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. What to do? What to do? And then school tried I'm to I'm out, go. and I can't do anything, but I, I smell bad, and there's, I don't know. Go to school oh, and God. try it. And when you're in school and that happens, like, oh, I think the, the one of the, I remember the one time it happened, one of the many times it's happened when I forget to put the odor on. I'm in seventh grade, or eighth grade, excuse me. And, um. I'm at this table, you know, and, and sometimes in middle school you sit in, like, these groups of four or groups of whatever. So I'm sitting at the table, and this girl uh, goes, somebody stank. And I was like, uh, no. And I was like, who could that be? And then I was like, oh, no, it's me. <laughs> and I rushed to the bathroom and tried to, you know, that, that you, well, you know, that, uh, like, a pink soap? You know, the pink yeah. powder soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had that the in school. Powder oh, yeah. soap. See, yeah, you you, yep. you might be a, a little young for that, but it's like pink powder. I don't even know if it really works. It doesn't set up. It doesn't do anything. It just kind of yeah. makes this pink goo it's crappy in soap. your hand. And yeah. so I put that under my arms so bad. <laughs> didn't work. Well, wait didn't a second. You put soap under your I arms? I had to do something. I couldn't. <laughs> I had to do something. Like, I didn't have deodorant with me. I didn't have – this is well before, like, and I don't worry about Axe body spray or anything mm. like that. So I didn't have – I just had to go for I it. I was an Axe body spray kid for a while. Yeah, so yeah I, I could have predicted it, that. Man. Well, it came out when I was like 10 or 11. Axe body spray so it was like... really marketed, marketed itself well. Yeah, you know. and I I mean, I just, you know. Deodorant slash cologne? Well, we didn't, we didn't shower after gym in school, right? That was not a thing when I was going to school. It's because so, you were nervous to see each other naked? Probably, but Bingo. also because nobody did. So it was just an expectation that you didn't. Which is weird now. And it when was we also about- when Axe body spray came out. So everyone would just basically just douse themselves in Axe after gym class. And you were nice. like, I smell amazing. Which is super weird now when we think about it. I did not. You know, none of us showered after high school gym or after like practice. I can't remember. I don't know if at your high school you guys ever go, everybody hit the showers. Like that was never a thing. Now, I was nervous to, to to get naked in front of guys that I knew pretty well, and I had to fight that pretty hard once I got to college because all you do you is have to shower, shower with dudes <laughs> yeah. like a lot. 
Like that was probably an eighth of college for me. Was showering with guys. Never gets uncomfortable. Never gets. Was it uncomfortable the entire time? No. You. Ne- it's never not. Com- it's never not uncomfortable. Yeah. It just. I got really good at like keeping eye contact. I would say keeping eye contact. Yeah, I would say that I wouldn't. You want to be diverting eye contact constantly? No, no, no. No, no. to look, bro. No, dude. Because (laughs) once you start sliding from side to side, it's gonna happen where you're like, "Well, what's going on?" Oh, okay. (laughs) Because you're gonna be curious. You're gonna be like, "Well, you know, yeah, is he bigger than me?" Or well, it's not really a great gauge if you're just like you know looking there. But I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, man. (laughs) You want to keep some humility. So you eye contact, straight yeah, eye contact. Just straight eye contact the whole time. I got to tell you, I, I feel like of, that makes it even more uncomfortable. No, 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 no man, don't look down. <laughs> Try not to look around as much. Keep it. Don't keep say own. don't look down because the first thing you want to do is look down. Yeah, this, this isn't one of those first thing you want to do is look down situations. Like, you know, if you're on the top of a high building, it's like, don't look down. No, no this isn't one of those. You're going to want to maintain eye contact. Hey, hey Mike, I, I know you're new here and everything, but yeah. don't look down yeah, stop when that. you see Jim. Just don't do it. <laughs> It uh, it's gonna make you feel bad. Yeah, you're. At that point, though, the curiosity is outweighing some of the negative feelings, isn't it? You're like, well, if it's gonna make me feel bad, no. <laughs> what is it really? No. Well, that's what college is, Mike. Whoop. It's about being a realist. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. You know. I don't know. No. A little bit. Also, I wanted to bring this up. We totally blew through the segment, but um, you had a moment today that has become a moment for everybody in the world. <sighs> And that is forgetting the mask because it's a mask. The mask has become when you do the check, when you leave your home or your car or the panicked, Oh God, do I have everything pocket tap? It is now phone, wallet, keys, mask mask has entered the conversation and we've all done it. We've all walked out of the car and gone, ah, I don't have my mask with me. And you, you're walking towards the store and you got to go back and get it. Uh, you came all the way up to the front door and, you know, your key fob hasn't worked for four years because uh, I guess they don't know that you work here. But um, I come let you in every, every day. I'm every, like a stranger every time I'm walking around. <laughs> I let you in every Sunday and I'm walking and I'm opening the front door for you. And all I hear is, ah, bleep. And you just sprint back to the car. And I was like, you're like dropping <laughs> stuff on the way. I'm like, what is so happening? Over this. I can't wait to go back to no mask. Like, and then you take it out of your car and you just put the mask on. I was which like, ah, he may, forgot his mask. may not ever happen. We don't know. But oh, yeah, it's become it's become one of those things. It's a part of the, uh, you know, pun no pun intended. It's part of the essential, you know, kind of things that you need now. You know, like you, I can forget my wallet in my car. There'll be a little panic, but nobody else is gonna freak out because I don't have my wallet. You know, mm. at that point, you know. So, but your mask, like, every, there's this look of this is glare that you just get from everyone when you don't have your mask on, even when you're outside and you're just kind of walking about. Or walking past someone on the street, like you've already trying to make sure you distance yourself from mm. from those people, but now you get this look like, <sighs> yeah, so insensitive. And it's like, yo, okay, like I don't know how to wear it outside, you know, and when in front of my house or I'm mowing the lawn, like you get this. Me and my son play basketball outside, right? We uh, we have a hoop in front of the house, and so we'll just go out there and we'll shoot, we'll work on drills and stuff like that. And there'll always be somebody. There's this lady that drove by. It's like you should have a mask on. Wait for real? Like, she I'm did with that. With my nine-year-old son in front of my house, like, why would dude, I? Dude, I would huck the ball at her why? car. I wanted like, to get the I hell out of here. It. I'd be going to jail so fast. Like, you'd have to do the show without me <laughs> today. But it's it's one of those things. Where do you like, live? I'll go do it. 
You know, you know, yeah. Well, you might, I might give you the address. They might let you get away. <laughs> Just toss it at her car. No, yeah. I was, Screw I was, you, old we lady. Of, we both kind of sat there like my, my son was like, do we need masks? I was like, man, no, we don't need a mask for being outside in front of our house. Are you serious? But have you seen the people driving with masks on? I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get yeah. it. I don't understand. Like, Especially when they're alone in the car. It, yeah. If it's just you Unless in the car, you're a Lyft or an Uber driver, which then I understand. Sure. Right? Mask requirement. You've had a lot of people in your car. Why are you wearing it in your car? You're by yourself. It's your own space. It's your forget. own germs. I think we just forget. Like, I'll, the other day I forget. left the store. I, I never forget man, that I'm wearing a no, mask. No, the other day I left this. No, it's become so common now. Like, I left the store the other day, and I drove for, like, a mile and a half with my mask on. And I was like, why do I still have this thing on? Like, and I took it off real quick. I think some people just, honestly, you've had it on, for, especially if you're an essential worker. You work at a grocery store. You work at, you know, within a, in a hospital or in, in some capacity. Like, I think you just kind of forget like oops i worked at lids for a long time we had to wear hats all the time which at the time i didn't really do but you know one day i wore i wore a hat two hats on top of my head all day all day two hats two hats on top of my head all day like an idiot went to lunch <laughs> walk through walk through the mall why two, two why two wait wait, wait. I, okay so we, we how does that I think happen? I, it was the start of the embroidery machine right so if you go to any lids any lids now like they have those embroidery machines that you can they can put you know you know Mike Lynch is a savage on the side of your hat if you want to. It's a like, sick hat. Well, at this, yeah, that would be awesome. But at this point, this is kind of one of the first. True. This is one of the newer ones. Like they, this is one of the newer stores, so they're finally starting to do embroidery for anybody else. So as I'm, people come in, it's like, let me show you how it works. Let me show you how the embroidery machine works, and make a hat for them that says something they, you know, they want. And then I just kind of, you know, put it on. But just being silly, one day I had my hat that I'm supposed to wear to work, and then I had the other one on top of it just to. I don't know, just to show people with the, the embroidery stuff. And I had it turned backwards. All type of little corny stuff, man. The manager let me walk around with it all day. Let me, I for, totally forgot it was on top oh, of Oh, Rashad head. is special. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah. Was, Either that or he thought that, like, this was something. Was your manager older than you? Uh, Just by a little bit. Okay, because I was going to say, if he was a little, if he was more, if he was more in years, maybe he was like, Oh crap! Is this what the kids are doing now? No, yeah. He's just like, all right, whatever. I'm just gonna let it go. Either way, I went all day with that hat on and like an idiot. I went home with it, not knowing (laughs) it's on my head. And it wasn't until I looked in the mirror, in the rearview mirror, as I'm driving, I was like, what the hell am I? What is this? Like, it's been on my head all day. Like, it was pretty bad. (laughs) Respect. It was bad. Uh, Yeah, don't forget your masks, or if you do, go run back to your car. Please keep them in your pockets. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's essential stuff. All right, coming up on the show today. We, of course, will be talking some Blazers. We'll be starting with the Blazers because they had an embarrassing loss yesterday to the Clippers. It was embarrassing. It was. It was very disappointing, especially at the very end of it. Uh, so we'll get to that. There's college football Twitter right now is awful. And we need to talk about the weird discussions going on between media people in college football as well. Uh, Will's going to do his first Hater to Love It coming up at 1030 as well. I told him he can ask whatever he wants. We might not get some sports questions. I think this is Will's first one. I think he's done it before, yeah. No, he's never done the show before. Never done sports or football Sunday before, Will? No, you and I have done my show before because I asked you to come in and That is very true. Yeah. But uh, no, this will be his first Hater to Love It. And I gave him free reign to ask whatever he wants. And knowing Will's brain, that could be that could be that could be something. Giraffe fights, uh, hippo fights, hippo fights too. Yes, which Will believes he would win. Hippo beatings, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, exactly. So we'll get to that at ten thirty, and other stuff as well. Text the fan text line 503-250-1080. and you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Mike Lynch twenty seven. Rashad's at TaylorMade five zero three, and Will is at Will Darkens thirty three. Correct. 
Is that right? Yes. Go follow us on Twitter and uh, interact with us there. Coming up next, though, the Blazers fall to the Clippers. Fall. Then they fell hard, and Damian Lillard missed two free throws, and then he got made fun of, and then he clapped back. And it was great. So we'll talk about all that next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. 920 here on Sunday morning. We put golf on the TV because there's nothing else on yet. Because golf is awesome. Well, that's not true. As I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate it a lot more. Okay. Uh, I have not yet, but, um, you know, there's a game on. There's yeah. no games on, I mean. There's so the, Phil. It's the PGA oh. Championship. It's a major. Yeah. So I put it on TV. But the leaders don't go until, like, 1.30. So, you know, we're just watching the guys at the back end here. This guy's five over. Like, what are we watching? <laughs> a five over is much better than I would be well, at yeah. any point. Well, of course. But if I'm watching... I'm watching professional golfers. I want to watch the best guys play. <laughs> well, so maybe later on today I'll throw it on. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not going to do that. No, I, you're 100% right. I'm not going to throw it on at all. <laughs> the Blazers are on at 3.30. That'll get my attention. Uh, okay, so the Blazers fell to the Clippers yesterday. A game that the Clippers did not start Kawhi Leonard, did not play him at all. A game that they did not have Montrezl Harrell. They did not have Patrick Beverly. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter, they sat Paul George. They sat most of their starters. And the Blazers had a lead of five points with a minute and a half left. And they lost 122 to 117. The key of it was Damian Lillard getting two free throws when the Blazers were down by one. He missed them both short. Patrick Beverly and Paul George went absolutely hysterical on the bench against him. Uh, he also missed a three. And frankly, he was he was missing a lot of his shots short in the fourth quarter. He was either gassed or maybe hurt his arm a little bit. Earlier in the game, he had he had a play. I forget who it was against. He got a bump, and he was, like, really rubbing his elbow, and, like, he had a grimace on his face. So maybe that caused it, or maybe it was just fatigue. But a day after the Grizzlies get their first win in the bubble to go back up a full game, and I believe if they won this game, they would have guaranteed themselves a spot in the play-in game. You lose to the Clippers who didn't play anybody in really embarrassing fashion. It was really rough to watch the end of that game. It felt very typical Blazers in some ways, but very atypical because it was Lillard missing the shots. No, this it was it was a gimme. You know, we kind of talked about that before the show. This is one of those games you just mentioned all the guys and the all-stars that, you know, for the most part, that aren't there. Like Montrez Harrell coming off the bench, you know, averages damn near 20 and 10, you know, coming off the bench, you know, for uh, the Clippers. Man, then you have... Obviously, Kawhi Leonard, who is the most efficient basketball player that I've ever seen in my life, who didn't play in that game. And then you have your best, one of your best wing defenders in Patrick Beverly, who is really irritates Dane, you know, when they play, when they play like he doesn't he irritates everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but it's just one of those things you could all you have to do against a great player is make it difficult for him, you know, so an easy pull up that you would typically get, man, you have to kind of fight through a few you know, additional screens or do some other stuff because he's just not going to give those to you. So he's one of those guys. He wasn't on the floor. The Blazers had, they were winning this game for three quarters. They were the better team for most of this game. Gary Trent Jr., man, give that man an extension today. Can he miss? Oh, my I, I God. Mean, the, the way he's shooting right now, and mind you, it's only, it's, it's a small oh, he, sample size. He also it's, missed it in the fourth quarter as well. He, he missed he missed a couple down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And, you know, and it's really, it's it's a sample size with Gary Payton Jr. Like, this is, a, excuse me, uh, Gary Trent, Trent Jr. Jr. Excuse me. Gary Payton Jr. was not as, not as good. Sorry. Well, you know, but I'm, he was, he was just okay. Oh, no, I agree. He sucked. Yeah. But so <laughs> down the stretch, man, Trent missed a couple big shots. 
I love Gary Trent Jr. I think he could be a big part of 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 this team, but you know, I even overreacted a little bit after he made all the threes in uh, in the last game against who's who they play and they beat the Houston. Yep. Yeah, and so uh, I went crazy for Gary Trent Jr. saying that we need to get this guy a contract now because it looks like he fills a void that the Blazers have been missing for a long time. A three and D guy, just somebody who can D up and. Uh, on your best perimeter player, whomever that may be, con- considering the size, and then hit an open three-pointer. Sometime a contested three and watch it go down. Like, he's been great for these past five games. But just down the stretch, they looked a little tired. But, like, this is a game you have to close. Like, with all those guys on the bench, you're going to see this team again, hopefully, in the playoffs if you can make it that deep, which that means you'd have to beat the Lakers in the first round. So, we'll see about that. Well, let's just see them play the Lakers. That'd yeah. be fun. No, that would that would be an awesome season. I mean, they and might honestly, get swept, but it'd still be fun. Man, I don't know if I don't, and really, I'm I'm not gonna say they would get swept. Like the Lakers don't have a shooter. That's why they're struggling right now. They don't have, and mind you, J.R. Smith is a shooter when he's making a couple, then they're gonna go in. But he's not a consistent shooter. What's the other guy that's name that they just got that nobody wanted? He's kind of like Raymond Felton, but not uh, Deion Waiters. Don't don't you talk bad about Waiters Island. Don't I would definitely talk bad about Don't Waiters, you talk bad about Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters is I will defend Deion okay. Waiters to the death. He's That's pretty a... extreme of you to compare him to Raymond Felton, by the way. <laughs> Not the same numbers, comparable. You know what I'm saying? But they do about the same But the same, same body. Yeah. Yeah. Dion is not Raymond Felton. He's something like Dion that. Dion is a Syracuse legend, and you will stop something like talking that. bad. That's the only reason about Mr. Waiters. Should I talk about? Uh, I love Dion. He's good. He's Waiters he's Island. Good. He was, you know, dude. You got to realize Mike has to hold on to just so much. If it's orange, Sarah, like, yeah, really. if it's orange, tell me more about McNamara. <laughs> Talk about a leader. Mike, are you an a, elite shooter and now a great assistant coach? Are you a never Syracuse? Yeah. Okay. Are you a never insult mellow guy? Never insult mellow guy? Like, like, cause he's, <laughs> he's probably your crown jewel, right? I mean, yeah, I, Full disclosure, I did not start following Syracuse basketball until I went there because college basketball was not my thing growing up. So I didn't see Melo play. I think that's a lot of people. Nobody follows college hoops until they actually get there. Right. Yeah. But I I mean, but yeah, I love Melo. I love that he got us the title and I obviously went back and watched all the, the highlight clips and stuff like that. So I mean, am I am I a never negative Melo guy? No. But uh I, I do am. I do like to support him quite a bit. I am. Mm. You're a never negative Melo guy? Man, why, about what? What's there to be negative about? Like, I feel like Melo Mello represents, and same with James Harden, they represent this NBA that people are trying to, they've been trying to do away with. You know, this kind of hip-hop culture. We don't like that. We don't like the ball-centric. We don't like buckets. Like, let's get away from that and do something else. And that's why people hate him so much. Like, I think Mello, people hate James Harden because he gets to the foul line a lot for fake fouls. Man, if he were a Blazer, you would love him. People would love him. Well, of course, but that's not a good argument. And if, no, seriously, if it, whatever team he plays for, if he's for your team, you'd like, oh, my God, he's so smart. Look at the things he's able to do. If, this, if Damian Lillard got to the line 10 times a game, we'd be like, bro, Dame is so smart. Look how he's able to draw a foul every time and get to the line. People wouldn't care about the fact that no, he well, shot 10 free throws a game. But that's not a good argument, though, because every team has that, right? Gary Trent is turning into that. Because he's a talker and he's hitting shots, he's gonna. Every Blazer fan loves Gary Trent. I bet you every team that has played him is like, "Who the hell is this guy? I hate him." Yeah, yeah. that's that's okay. Like, you, that's not a great argument though, because Rockets fans, of course, they love James Harden. Any right? team, any team that has a James Harden has somebody that can get to the line that efficiently and that much every year. He's led the league in free throws and free throws attempted for the past like four years. Like, who does that? Mm. People hate Damian Lillard for getting the th- the three shot foul constantly and doing the little. 
little leg kick out even though he's barely touched. And, but we all love Lillard, but people hate that he does that. I mean, who? I've never heard anybody say a bad word about Dame until the other day when Paul George and Patrick Beverly start going, and, and Westbrook. If you start scrolling, if you start scrolling through social media after during Blazer games, which I like to like see what the other fans are, are tweeting about, it's like, why does Dame always get that stupid three point foul call? And when it's never a foul. And when you're a superstar, that people are going to complain about you. Why does LeBron always cry to the referees? Why does this always man? There's it's always going to be a complaint. Exactly, because LeBron's a baby. Because James Harden doesn't play the right way. Because Dame sticks his leg out. Because CJ's like, there's always going to be a knock on a on a great player because you got to find something to poke at. I think where I get frustrated with Harden is other people's opinions of how great they say he is. And, like, I accept it, but then there's people who go way too far by making the comparisons of he honestly could be the greatest scorer of the last 30 years. And I'm kind of like, I mean... Are, yeah, are you? Are, I mean, are we seeing what he's what he's doing? Rashad is one of those guys. Listen. I mean, I will say this though, it gets kind of bad once he gets to the playoffs. He seems to kind of forget how to play basketball. Have you seen that his is, playoff numbers? That is true. Have you, have you seen his playoff numbers? Let's just be. Let's just be. Let's just say this. Have you seen James Harden's playoff numbers? Because they're freaking incredible. Are we serious, man? But he My chokes. Th- but he chokes. Man, he's playing the Warriors. Like it's just one of those things. He's playing the Warriors every year. Like you're gonna choke. They're just too good. The Warriors are. Uh, he had to have Chris Paul clean up his they mess. And guess what? Chris Paul couldn't stay. Chris Paul got hurt, and he still took him to like a was it a game six or game seven or something like that? Like True. against that Warriors team, like he gets he gets really disrespected. And I'm one of those people that when I see players disrespected like that, I like to take a little look look deeper. Kobe was one of those dudes for me. Everybody hated Kobe when I was growing up. Hated Kobe. Yeah. Really couldn't like. Didn't start liking until about the last four or five years of his career. But other than that, for 15 years, I watched people hate on Kobe. I remember I would have conversations with friends, and they were like, oh, man, Ray Allen's better than Kobe and T-Mac and, and this guy. I'm like, what? Steve Francis. Ooh, Steve what? Francis. What? Better than who? I remember and the one good year he had. Steve yeah. Francis was cold for a year. He was the most efficient player in the, in the league for, uh, for a year. He was great for a year. Bonzi Wells was our version of Steve Francis. Bonzi Wells? Bonzi Wells? Yeah. Dude, you know you forget how great Bonzi Wells really was. He was really, really good, and maybe For it was year? just maybe it was just yeah maybe uh, it was just by association because that was like close to the Jailblazers when we started sucking hard. But like Bonzi Wells was legit. I don't know. Bonzi was Bonzi was good. Bonzi was lucky enough to play on a team that was just stacked. Wasn't he summer league MVP, or was that somebody else? I don't remember. Well, he played on that one uh, that one team, the the O one team, and then like he he hung around for a little bit longer. and He was pretty good, but. I don't know. I also, when you guys mentioned T-Mac and Kobe, I always have this argument in my head about um, if T-Mac was on a better team with a better situation. He'd have been great. Yeah. Like, I almost believe that T-Mac's best was better than, like, Kobe's best. And I know that's a little controversial. T-Mac was a freak. Does anybody remember when Tim Duncan was about to go sign in Orlando? Yes. Tim Duncan was on his way. He was a free agent and said, I'm going to go play with Orlando after uh, like after the first year the T-Mac was there. They were supposed to join up and be this mega team, but then all of a sudden, last minute, he was like, yeah, I'm going to stay in San Antonio. But it was already well, out That would have been T-Mac, him, and, and Shaq Hill. Hiller. Oh, and Grant, Grant was there. Yeah. Tell me that team. That's a pretty raw lineup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with, pretty with good. The, uh, with, I forget my man's name. He was the point guard. Anderson, I forget his last name. The darker dude. Uh, I, forget, I forget his name. He was Steve Nash. No, it was not Steve. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I forget his name, but that's a Doc Rivers coach team. Like, yeah, I think they could have did some stuff with that team. 
All right, let's take a quick break. Coming up next, uh, let's keep looking at the Blazers moving forward. So they do have a game against the Sixers today. Sixers don't have Ben Simmons, who got hurt in the bubble. Another little gift for them. But now they need wins more desperately to at least guarantee a spot in that play-in game. I feel like the eighth seed might be hard to get now unless the Grizzlies just let it dribble down their leg. But get into the play-in games. We'll get to that next. First, Will has sports. What just happened, Will? So Will was slightly laid back to the segment, hence why the music was playing for a while. <laughs> what did you, What were you doing? I was putting something in the dishwasher, and the lower rack just rolled out onto the floor. <laughs> was there stuff in the lower rack, yeah, or was it empty? There's a lot. I don't, <laughs> what? I don't understand. There's a lot of mess in there. And then I was listening to it in there, and I heard the music, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I was clapping my sandals back here. <laughs> I can't even imagine oh, why that would happen. Tiger's on. Oh, okay. What's up, Tiger? See, He's wearing his Sunday Tiger's red. here. Phil's here. I don't man. If if the afternoon round is with all the good guys, man, I don't want to watch this. Not that one. This one is the one that I want to watch. Well, they, these guys aren't in the in the hunt really. That's why. So? It's Tiger, bro. He's got his. He's got his red on. He's got his red on. Yeah. He's got his red on, man. It's and he's Tiger. got he's got his uh, his mask. Um, neck garter, neck gator thing, whatever they're called, uh, around his neck. So he's being safe. Ooh, that was a good shot. Oh, well, it's a no. No, never mind. <laughs> Goodbye, ball. Back in the <laughs> it went way too far. Uh, all right, so the Blazers, riveting radio, right, as we just watch a golf shot without any sort of explanation sure of what's happening. Wants to know what's Ooh, happening. that was a good shot. Oh, no, it wasn't. Swag is probably listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Blazers losing to the Clippers. They play the Sixers today. They had gotten themselves within a half game of the Grizzlies prior to the last two games that those two teams played. The Grizzlies got their first win. Blazers fall. So they are back to a game and a half out of the eight seed. I believe the only way that they can jump the Grizzlies is to win their last three with Memphis losing their last three. Um, I think that's the only feasible way that that can happen. Uh, and they're only a half game up in the ninth seed on the Suns and the, and the Spurs. Suns undefeated, by the way, in the bubble. That Devin Booker, man. So the Blazers really need, they've got no room for error anymore. That that game was their room for error game. And now they've got Sixers, Dallas, Brooklyn in their last three. You got to win all three. You have to. You have to. Uh, Sixers, again, no Ben Simmons. You might be getting yourself a little bit of a gift there. A lot of these teams that have already clinched the playoffs are resting their players. So maybe the Mavericks will do something similar, right? Second to last game. Maybe Luka will will, will sit. That would be huge. Fingers crossed. Um, but you need to win these last three games. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. People were just a day ago saying, oh, guaranteed Blazers play the Lakers, and they might even beat the Lakers. You even had Chuck Barkley going, the Portland Trail Blazers will win the NBA Finals on NBA on TNT. He said that. He actually had that hot take. Um and now it looks very different because you lost at the Clippers. It's amazing how quickly everything changed. Uh, you got to win these three games. You have to. It's it's a must, you know. And this is one of those, you know, your your situ this situation where your back is against the wall. Like if we're being real, the Blazers are out of the, out of the playoffs. Like there's no playing game. If we're just going back to normal, you know, kind of basketball to where it's just the one through eight seed and there's no playing game, more than likely the Blazers would would be out, you know. But the fact that they can get right within that you know, that space to be able to play that play in series kind of changes things for them. So at this point, man, Phoenix is on that ass. Phoenix came to play. And this is what I've been saying for the whole the whole time is that this is a brand new season. Like, we got to get the fact that this is the same 2019-2020 uh, season that we've been seeing for 
you know, the past few, that's over. Like, this is these guys came back leaner. Some of them came back, you know, bulkier. Some people came back with better jump shots. Gary Trent Jr. was not a part of the regular rotation, you know, or he was, but he just wasn't playing big minutes like that for Portland. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting big minutes at the end of the game. That's a big change for the Blazers. You know, you're not seeing Hassan Whiteside on the floor for you as much anymore. Well, he because, got hurt, so you well, didn't Well, he got hurt, but even still, like, you know, he was putting himself in early foul trouble. You weren't seeing him on the floor as much anymore. You're seeing you're seeing a whole different Blazers team. Well, and Nurk is incredible and, Nurk, and absolutely vital to this team. And so I'm looking, so at a team, good. I'm looking at a team like Phoenix who's right behind you and everybody's playing great basketball right now. You know what I mean? So if you're the Blazers, man, you've got to get this. They gave you one yesterday. You dropped the ball. Let's just be real. Down the stretch are your best player, the most one of the most automatic players in the league, not named Steph Curry or not named uh, James Harden as far as being at the line. And he missed them. Missed them both. Down the stretch. Call Short, it tired. Too. Short. Call it tired. Call it whatever. And then missed the three-pointer down the stretch. Didn't look, really didn't look good in the third and fourth quarter. Dame just didn't look strong. Um, he looked good finishing, but he didn't look good getting shooting. The, no, getting to the rim, like he had some pretty, you know, that was easy for him, right? Getting to the rim, he was able, he had that really nice up and under at one point, and then he finished with the, you know, going to the rim left and then finished with the right. Like that was a beautiful play to take the lead by one at a point. But then he just, for whatever reason, couldn't finish it. I'm not going to hold that against Dane because we don't see him do that often, right? I think he's entitled for a couple screw-ups in his career, and this has just happened to be one of them. But today, he's going to have to show up. You're going to have to see the all-star because otherwise... You better drop like 60 today. And Joel Embiid, we know he plays so much better when Ben Simmons isn't on the floor. So now, Nurkic, this is really your first test. Like, how good are you really since you've been back now? Because Embiid is not going to give anything up. And so at this point, this is going to be a bigger battle for the bigs than I think it is going to be for anybody. on the. Man, Philadelphia doesn't have a single shooter on their team. Not a single one. And so this is where, if you're the Blazers... This is where you can come through and really beat them because I'm looking at this, and, man, Alec Burke isn't going to beat you with a bunch of threes, man. Tobias Harris and Shane or Shake Milton. Name is Shake Milton. His name is Shake? Shake Milton. That's Wait, a cool name. Gonna, it's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Shake Milton? Yeah. <laughs> I like that name. Yeah, so he's not going to beat you. <laughs> no, he's going to beat with, you. Huh? With that name, he's going to beat you. It might be Shake. Shaka, you know, it might be, it might not be. No, dude, it's Shake. It's for sure Shake. And if it isn't, it's now, I declare, it is Shake Milton. It sounds better to me. Dude, Shake Milton sounds like a player in the 1970s. I'm with it. Who was just super raw. With a big fro and a headband. And he had that kind of style of like that he could move around the mustache. Yeah, and he had handles too. Like the way that he could, like I would imagine Shake Milton as like, a uh, like a Jason Williams white chocolate, but ooh, like ooh. handles wise, no, but like, I see that he's a lot longer. I could see that. I could see him being like almost like a. Uh, Within two days of retirement, he gets an offer to play for the Harlem Globetrotters. Mm. Yeah, shake Milton. I, yeah, I'd say, and I, he's a long dude. Yeah, he's you know, I'd see. I could see him also being like a, if you ever played uh, NBA Streets too. Yeah, uh, his name is was it uh, Stretch? You know, he's got the big fro and he's got like the old school. Jersey on stuff like that has a crazy crossover. I can see well, that happening too. Shake Stretch Milton. His yeah. name is Shake. Well, it's his nickname. Um, his name is Malik Benjamin Milton. I like Shake. Uh, yeah. Look at a picture of him. It's nothing like what you're imagining, and it's very disappointing. He's got to fix that. Yeah. With a name like Shake, you've got to like. He looks like the most generic basketball player of all time. Yeah, he looks like you know when you make your player on 2K and you just go, I'll just ready to play. I don't need any tattoos or yeah. cool hair or anything. Let's just start. That's yeah, what he looks like. Uh, with a name like Shake, you either need to have <laughs> such incredible moves 
that it warrants the name. I've never heard of this guy before. So I'm so, imagining he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> or something needs to be pretty badass about you. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, he's not going to beat you with a bunch of threes. And so there's nobody on this team right now. If you look at Philadelphia's roster, that's they're an incredible three-point shooter. So the Blazers really have the edge right now. They're missing one of their all-star players. Like, if you don't pull this out, number one, I think you're done. If you don't pull this out, I think it's a wrap, you know, for you because Phoenix is playing great ball, and I don't know who this is on the rest of their schedule, but I'm pretty sure it's easier than what the Blazers have in front of them. And then, you know, if less Dallas and – uh, well, unless Dallas decides to rest a couple guys because they know they're firmly in the – are they fifth? Oh, no, Dallas is like yeah, seventh six, right six, now. Okay, so they know, but they're in the playoffs, and they know that. So unless they try to I rest some guys or anything like Dallas that. Dallas is like, seventh, and they're two games back of the Jazz for the sixth seed. Or actually, two games back of the Thunder for the five seed. So, I mean, I guess so, yeah, so anything's playing, possible. So you're playing hard. I mean, would you rather be seven and play the Clips or play, rather be, you know, five and play Houston? Or Houston, yeah, like – well, I'd much rather do that. You know, I mean, you I'm, still have that game against the Nets where it's like. Yeah, but that's the, at that point, yeah. it might be like, well, too, too little, little, too late. late. I mean, at least you got the Nets, but now we're a game back. So you the, need other results to go your way. So they've got to go full uh, New York Giants Super Bowl run and run the board from here forward. Uh, milk. Uh, sorry, Shake is the son. <laughs> well, sorry, you'll understand. Milk is, or Shake's the son of Milk, isn't it? <laughs> he is, yes. That's, no. that was the, sorry for ruining it by saying the wrong name. He is the son of Lisa and Myron Milk Milton, and thus was known as Little Milkshake. Okay. Hence the name Shake. Wait, Shake Milton tied the NBA record for consecutive threes. Oh, my, okay. What? Cool, when was that? What? What? That's what it says. Somebody just texted that in. I'm no. Gonna, I'm Do you believe the that. texter? I'm going to fact check that. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a, I do I consecutive threes. What is that like consecutive threes in a game? I guess like, like you're the only one shooting them, or consecutive threes that he made in a game, I or like know. consecutive threes that I'm a just shooter. Let's go with consecutive threes. Did he shoot one three per game and make each one for 15 games? It could be consecutive threes missed. So I don't know. It could be mm. a lot of things. I don't know that. Uh, I feel like to... I have more respect now that his dad's nickname was Milk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna less. find this. I'm gonna find this record though. <laughs> I'm oh my god all right let's I have less dude because that means that he didn't really earn that nickname <laughs> well he earned it by being the son of milk no nah. no nah, yeah if, if, if i don't know let's we gotta see to little milk we're gonna figure this out later milk junior I've, i'll be honest i'm i might have seen philadelphia play four times this year mm. yeah i didn't you watch know? them that much yeah either. i didn't watch them a whole whole bunch but... sorry sorry sixers fans out here but your team wasn't that interesting to me yeah. all right uh let's get into a little bit of the the beef huh there's a little bit of drama oh, after yesterday's game as well. A little Instagram uh, back and forth sees, and the sisters got involved too. This is Sports Sunday on the fan. It's funny because I know this song, but I didn't know it by the name when you asked for it. But the ha 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 ha, I was like, ha ha. I do know this song. Absolutely. The, the notorious one. Greatest rapper of all time. Do you know what beef is? Well, yeah. Damian Lillard and Paul George got into it a little bit yesterday, which I thought was pretty funny. So after Dame missed his two free throws, uh, Pat Beverly started tapping on his wrist and mocking him really hard on the sideline. And Paul George was like rolling over laughing that it happened, right? And then Lillard, I guess, in, in the postgame comments came out and said that he, showed, he thought it was a sign of respect for him. Um, and, you know, he talked about it. He didn't shy away from it. So Bleacher Report or somebody uh, posts a picture saying, yeah, they got beat by me last year in the playoffs, and that's a sign of respect. And the first comment or the pinned comment from Paul George is, you get sent home this year, laugh face emoji, respect fist emoji. 
And uh, Lillard responds, keep switching teams, running from the grind, you boys as chumps. <laughs> I love that Damian Lillard literally does not care because he goes after people on social media all the time. He does not shy away from it. He just says whatever the hell he's thinking. <laughs> so I saw that response and I was like, <laughs> of hey course man, he did that. If if nothing else, the one thing you should know about your point guard, Portland, is you got a real one. Damian Lillard is with all the smoke if you really want it. And, you know, he's a pretty good rapper. He's pretty, I mean, there's some play people that, you know, they want to be rappers, but they're hoopers or hoopers that or rappers that want to be hoopers. Like, nah, Damian, Damian Lillard really does this and he's really dope. And he's from Oakland. Like the real part of Oakland, not like the really nice gentrified, you know, part. The part where people get, you know, they get murdered and stabbed and jumped and stuff every day. Damian Lillard is not afraid of some basketball beef and some guys, you know, going back and forth. Because in most cases, man, these NBA dudes aren't fighting. You know, we we, we know that. We've been around a lot of athletes. You know, NBA guys, they don't fight like that. You know, there, there used to be a time where dudes would say, man, meet me in the meet me in the tunnel. You remember that time that Carmelo and uh, – Kevin Garnett got into it because Kevin Garnett said Lala tasted like Cheerios. Oh, Wait, for real? I do not remember that at all. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. They're on the court and he says that to him. And so Melo was, hey, man, he's waiting in the tunnel. What's up? Let's talk about it. Damian Lillard strikes me Let's as a what's up. Let's it. talk about it type of dude. But the fact that he would be able to go back at them uh, was big. And I'm starting to kind of notice something. I talked to Lynch about this. Will you let me know? Like, I'm starting to feel like, man, there's a lot of. I don't want to call it hate or something like there's some jealousy towards Dame from a lot of NBA players for whatever reason. A lot of guys are stars. We know that him and Westbrook get into it all the time. And I, they say it's all love and it's all part of the fun, but you could, there's there's something going well, on. I think there. Westbrook is a little jealous because as, as good as he is and as the MVP and the triple doubles, nobody at any point said that he was better than Dame. Like, I mean, early in his career, yes. You know, at, at first, early in Dame's career, yes. But at this point, man, Dame's been the better player for four years, you know, at this point, four or five years. Chris Paul gets in Dame's ass every time they, they play each other for the most part, you know. But there's this weird kind of relationship there. Like, they, they butt heads all of a sudden. Then Paul George, who almost doesn't talk crap to anybody, is going back and forth with first Gary Trent. And then Dame was like, bro, like, well, what's Paul happening Well, George right now? says that it was a bad shot after the Thunder. Dude, got, Paul got George, I, I can't imagine he has much respect, like, through national NBA fans. Like, I can't Which imagine anybody particularly saying or sticking up for Paul George in any capacity. Like, I really can't. Because long gone are the days of Indiana when you start to look at them as, like, an exciting startup team with him and Roy Hibbert and... Uh, I think George Danny Hill Granger. was on there. Yeah, Danny Granger was over there. Like, hmm. they had a good, good core good. there, and Paul George was thought of as that up-and-coming Eastern Conference player. But then once you realize he's sort of douchey, and he went and teamed up with Westbrook, which kind of set off the douche alarm, and then... But he, he was traded there. Yeah, and he wasn't going to win no, it. No, dude, he there. resigned there. Well, right, but he was traded there in the first place. I mean, dude, you can get trade, traded right? somewhere, then you can leave. I mean, he, he was like, no, I want to do another year of it. Then once the other year sucked, he goes, oh, I think I'll have one conversation with Kawhi Leonard on a phone call and go play for the Clippers. Dude, that guy is such a joke now. He is. I don't know. Like, I'm not mad at him for going to play for a better team, especially because 
for years he carried Indiana. They didn't do anything to put anybody around him. They, they didn't get uh, Oladipo. You know what I'm saying for uh, for a while. So they just they left him with well, nothing to hurt. do. And then he got and then he got hurt. He snapped his leg in half. You know, I remember that. I forgot all about the fact that he missed the year after he broke that oh, broke his. Yeah, leg that's a like bold that. career like, decision. That was crazy. But that happened to, in Team USA, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Dude, then, that that plays in oh, my and head. And then OKC, man, Westbrook is a team because he killer. hits the bottom of the stanchion of like the backboard, right? Yes. And the leg just goes. It just cracked. It was crazy. Ah. And then okay, and then uh, Westbrook, who's the ultimate team killer, don't believe me? Ask Kevin Durant. Oh yeah. You know that was like, yeah, this isn't working here because again, again, Westbrook wants to take the last shot as opposed to trying to make the yeah. winning play. That's just where, where he is. So now he's in a. I wouldn't. I would want to. Have you been to L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Indiana? Uh, no, I can imagine how yeah, much it would suck, It's different. Though. It's different. Have you been to Oklahoma City? It's yeah. different, man, you know? Like, it's just, it's one of those things. And if I can play uh, around beaches and bridges, you know, for my the rest of my career at home in L.A., man, I'm... I'm I'm going to LA. I, I'm so sorry. I don't I don't blame guys for switching teams or anything. I mean, it's your choice. It's your career. You do whatever you want. Like I was never super mad for Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. I know a lot. Of people I didn't were. like him going to the Warriors. He could have went anywhere else. Yeah, That's why I, I was mad. Don't go there. I I, know, I was never that mad at him for that. So I mean, I'm not mad at Paul George for going to the Clippers. But it is a funny. You cannot come back from what Damian Lillard Absolutely, said there because he's true. He's because true. Lillard 100. is sticking with the grind, and he did sign the max deal with the Blazers, and he says he wants to stay here. And he says, you guys are all running. You're all running to team up with each other, and I'm going to try to do it the right way. But what Dame has also done is he may have shot himself in the foot because now you have to live by these words of saying, man, you wouldn't teamed up with somebody else. Dame has to finish his career here in Portland. Well, I think he already was. Lose. I think he already was. Yeah, but I think we would, as fans at a point, almost like Kevin Garnett, we would have been like, bro, go get you one. Like, we're going nowhere. Oh, dude, I am. We would, yeah, I am. I mean, Once he hits 35, no, if he seriously. wants to go somewhere else, Dame gets I'm 33, whatever. 34, and it's like, yeah. man, he's still this good or still pretty good, still a good shot, and we can see this team isn't going anywhere. I'm yeah. not going to hate on Dame and tell him to retire no. a loser. Hey, man, and in fact, go do your thing. He might be my first case of, uh, uh, of like, traveling fandom. You know, like everybody yeah, has absolutely. a dude in the NBA where like you like him. And no so matter and where he, he goes. Yeah. And you just start to kind of root for that team. Like if that's Damian Lillard, like I'll probably root for the team. Absolutely. Yeah. I can feel that. All right. Coming up at hour number two, hate it or love it. Will Darkens edition at 1030. Uh, but I do want to get into a bit of the weird social media college football things that are going on right now. Also, uh, I leave for a trip next weekend and Rashad wants to ask how I'm uh, feeling about flying on an airplane so uh, we'll get to those things next hour this is sports sunday on the fan we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.